Real quick, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Yes, it it really is pretty easy. And it's free. That's the bonus. That's why I have the app, because it's free. Uh, It also has certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I use my iPhone. It's really iPhone friendly. I know a lot of apps aren't really iPhone friendly, but this one actually is. I mean, it's pretty simple to use. Uh, Anchor will also distribute all your podcasts for you. So anywhere that has podcasts and it'll be open, Anchor will send it for you. You don't have to try to submit at different places. One click and boom, it's there. And you can, the most important, I mean, you can make money from it with your podcast. I mean, you just pump it out. And once it starts to get traction, you start making some money. It's pretty cool. And Anchor will do all that for you again. It will show you everything through the app. And it's really everything you need to make a podcast in one place. You don't really need a bunch of different uh, shit to try to get it going. You just download the app, hit record, uh, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I mean, Graveyard Grumbler uses it, so it must be good. All right. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. Sit back, relax, turn your lights out, light some candles, and listen to some stories about nightmares, ghosts, paranormal, and shit that just can't be explained. I hear Grumbler spooky too. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Graveyard Grumbler Spooky Tales. I have three stories for everyone. First one is about an encounter that a truck driver had with a kid on the side of the road. Second one is a fucked up incident that happened at a psych hospital. And the third one is about a doppelganger. And for those of you who don't know what a doppelganger is, it is a copy of yourself, which is alleged supposed to alleged to be the evil one. So if you ever meet your doppelganger, don't talk to it because you're, you're going to fucking die. So hopefully everybody enjoys these three stories. And here we go. The boy on the side of the road. I drive big rigs for a living, delivering food to your favorite eateries. Living in Texas, I drive through a lot of empty country roads. This story is about a night I drove from San Antonio to Eagle Pass, which those of you familiar, is just over two hour drive. Being in a company trunk, the max speed I'm able to go is a blistering 60 miles per hour. On this particular night, it was a clear, warm Texas night. Driving on the US 57 South towards Eagle Pass, you don't see much but deer and open land. About an hour into the drive, I noticed what looked like a child standing off the side of the road in some tall grass. Wiping my eyes, I was thinking it was a deer, but as I got closer, I clearly saw a little boy, about maybe six years old, facing towards the road with his arms out. As I drove by, his head and body followed my rig, still having his arms stretched out in a hugging gesture. I kept my speed and drove by in disbelief at what the fuck I just saw. I pulled over about 20 minutes after passing the strange boy. I had to pee. Drinking coffee to help with the drive fills your bladder quite quickly. I go to the opposite side of the road when, off in the distance, I hear a child in in a faint voice. I heard him cry. Help me, sir. Please. I'm lost and scared. In the direction that I hear the voice, I saw that... What? No, I saw that dang, damned boy I saw several miles the opposite way. I run back to my to my rig, 
jumping into the driver's side door, release the brakes and drive away as fast as this damn truck can take off. I reach my stop in Eagle Pass about an hour later and relieved that I'm far from that kid. I'm making my delivery to the restaurant when, out of the corner of my eye, by the dumpster I see a figure zoom behind it. Being in Texas, you see a lot of critters running around. So I write it off as a coyote and continue working. Then I, I hear, I hear a little boy's voice again. Oh, why did you leave me, sir? Please, I'm lost and I'm scared. My heart drops. I put my dolly and ramp in the trailer, lock the store and run to my truck and jump into the driver's side and take off as fast as this fucking truck can go. Heading back to San Antonio, I drive north on the US-57, still shaken by seeing that damn kid. <sighs> I am relieved to be heading back to the city though, when on my side of the truck, off the road in the tall grass, I see, yep, you guessed it, that damn little boy. I don't know why he was there, nor do I care, but I hope I never see him again. The patient. I've worked in a psych hospital for one and a half years now. I started my career two years ago. I broke out on the medical surgical unit to kick my nursing career off. A co-worker at the time suggested I work in a mental health facility to make more money of course. Hell, I'm always down with that. I applied to work at the acute lockdown facility for our state. A few days later, I was told I have the job. Yes, very excited. A lot of my friends suggested I don't take the job, fearing my safety. I'm a woman, yeah, not a small one, so I felt like I am capable of handling myself and ignored their advice against the job. Fast forward to present day, one and a half years later from my first day on the unit. I've dealt with several types of patients, from docile and meek to angry and poop smearing. Those aren't fun. I managed to handle the situations without getting hurt, going through all those didn't prepare me though for what happened to me a week ago. This incident forced me to quit my job unfortunately. It was around 3am when we received a new patient. It was my turn to admit the newcomer, so I started the process. I started asking her several questions, but she wouldn't answer. Typical. We get that a lot since no one wants to be there. But this patient was different. She had this evil stare. Her eyes had no life in them. They looked dead. Her eyes were black. They had a small, almost zero white around the pupil. She stared directly at me, following every movement I made. No facial expression. She didn't blink the entire time. Not once during the whole admission process. She made me feel really uncomfortable. She made me really nervous. I was getting scared. I feared her. Once we got her onto the unit she was assigned to, we showed her her room, explained the rules, and told her when mealtimes were, smoke breaks, etc. She continued staring at me with those same dead, creepy eyes, fixated on my every move and still not blinking. What the fuck? After the admission process was complete, it was time for me to pass meds out to my patients. When I started my rounds, I noticed out the corner of my eye, the patient I just admitted was standing at the nurse's station window, staring at me with that same 
fucking stare. Just creepy. So I went to give her her meds in the common room. She walked towards me slow at first. Then she started sprinting. Full on sprint. Right at me. Her, fra- her facial expression never changed. No emotion. Just blank stare. She slams me against the wall from the momentum of her full-blown sprint. She looks right into my eyes and gives me this evil, vile, malevolent, sinister grin and whispers. I am not God, nor am I Satan. I am more sinister than both combined. Your life I control. My mood determines your very existence. I am what makes you nervous in the dark. That awful pit in your stomach. The sadness when you're alone. I'll convince you. You mean nothing. You'll embrace death. And in your dying minutes, you'll remember these words. My faith. And that there is no God to save you. No devil to harvest your worthless soul. All there is, is me. What she said to me made me break out into tears. I couldn't control my emotions. I was shaking with fear. She laughed and walked away, leaving me scared and confused. I went home and couldn't finish my shift. I didn't go back to work. I couldn't as long as she was still there. I just sat at home crying. I felt sad. I had no joy anymore. I woke up around 3 a.m. one night and I swore I saw that lady standing in the hallway. I closed my eyes hoping the vision would go away. It finally did. The words you just heard were written by the nurse. We found her journal entry next to her lifeless body. Her wrists were slit in three different ways. On the wall above her body written in blood, the words spelled out, There is no God, no devil, only death. There is no light, only the comfort of the darkness. I am finally free. She'll come for you too. My evil twin. This story isn't a pleasant one. Unfortunately, this is a fucked up story. I've read and heard stories about people having doppelgangers, and I thought it was stupid and the biggest crock of shit ever. It all started when I was at home and a buddy texted me asking me why was I being an asshole and didn't stop to talk to him when he called my name. I was confused at his text and told him, Bro, I've been at home all day. I haven't gotten out of my sleep clothes. He texted me back calling me a fucking liar. Confused by his text, it left me wondering what the hell was he talking about? Brushing it off, I moved on with my day. A week after my buddy sent me that weird text i received a phone call from his girlfriend telling me he was murdered he was murdered leaving work last night i was shocked and angry i gave my condolences and hung up about an hour after the phone call someone knocked on my door i went to answer it looked through the peephole and was shocked what the fuck i'm looking at myself How am I knocking on my own door? I opened the door and my mouth dropped wide open. I was staring at myself. I mean, it was me standing at the door. What the fuck? 
He said hello, then punched me in the face, knocked me down. He ran and jumped on top of me, punching me in the head until he knocked me out. I came to tied to a chair. My doppelganger sitting across from me, I heard him laughing. He pins a note to my shirt, pulls out a razor blade and slits my wrist. The pain I felt was unbearable and I let out a muffled scream. I realized that I had tape on my mouth and didn't fully scream or I can't even ask him why he was doing this. I started getting lightheaded from the blood loss when I heard him force out the words help into my cell phone. He hung up, laughed, and went to hide. I woke up strapped to a hospital bed with cops sitting in the room. In one of the officer's hand, he was holding a bloody paper. I'm guessing the one my doppelganger pinned to my shirt. One of the co cops started reading my Miranda rights. The one holding the paper asked me, how could you kill your childhood friend? What? I didn't do it, I said. Shut the fuck up, the cop snapped. He shoved the paper I supposedly wrote, and it read, I couldn't stand seeing him with her anymore. He didn't deserve her, but I do. His life needed to end, and I did him the favor. I am taking my own life to show my eternal devotion to her. I'm a martyr, and my death isn't in vain. Fuck you cops, for you will never lock me up for this well-deserved murder. My soul is freed from my worthless body. I'm a legend, a god, and I will always be remembered. I write this all from my prison cell. I'm serving a life sentence for the murder of my friend that I didn't commit. I get letters from my doppelganger with one statement written on the page. There is only one, and I am it. I get that letter once a year on my birthday. I've gotten five so far. To end this, I just want to say, if you get a knock on the door and you see yourself through the peephole, do not open the fucking door. Hopefully everyone enjoyed those spooky tales. I know I sure did. It was a pleasure reading them. Uh, remember for all my listeners, if you have any experiences, encounters, dreams, or even a short story that you feel it's creepy, please, I would love to hear it and put it on the podcast. Email me at graveyardgrumbler at mail.com or you can direct message me on my Instagram at graveyardgrumblerpodcast. Thank you for tuning in. Hopefully everybody has a wonderful sleepless night. Sleep tight. Thank you for listening. It's time to blow out the candle and try to get some sleep. Remember, don't go investigate when you hear noises in the dark. We know what happens. Enjoy the night, enjoy the dark, and try to get some rest. This is the Graveyard Grumbler Spooky Stories. I am your host, the Graveyard Grumbler. Enjoy your night. Graveyard Grumbler Spooky Tales. <laughs> <laughs>